beautiful. van jullie maar ik ervaar hier is het in woordigheid volgend ik wil graag gesels on we are honored to worship the king ons is bevoorig en geëerd om die koning te aanbid. En ek geloof verochend het, ek geloof, ek hoop, allemaal van ons het uit die diepste van ons harte, die Heere aanbid, in hierdie gebouw. Maar ek wil bykie gesels, en ek wil ons vir bykie verkoek, want ons het gepraat van, die geer van Christus die laatste paar weke, the fragrance of Christ, that must become our fragrance. And we spoke about being more than overcomers. And to be more than an overcomer, what I didn't say last week, simply means that you have overcome mightily, but you didn't do anything. <laughs> Jesus did it on the cross. That sounds like a super good deal, if you ask me. And meer was er winnaar, want hy het oorwin, oorsonde, en alles wat ons kan teekom, het hy oorwin, en hy woon in ons, en ons het gepraat van, as ek sê, ek leef nie meer, maar hy leef in my, dan is die oorwinnaar in my, Die oorwinnaars gees is deel van my. Amen. It's part of who I am. Mense verdraai die skrif wat Paulus sê, Oh, I'm the chief of sinners en alles. Eindelijk was Paulus opgebouwd om eindelijk te sê wat gebeur het met Christus en sy kracht in hom. En ek wil bykie gesels, bykie verder, want as ek leef in Christus, en Christus leef in my, en ons het weggespring volgend met aanbidding, dan moet aanbidding deel van my leven wees. Maar op, op baie keer het ons moderne denke oor aanbidding, een slaakse draai gevat, en baie van ons voel diskwalificeerd, dat ek nie so great aanbidder is nie. Ek ken dat ons is al lang in die bediening, en ek, en vir al die muzikante, hou julle stoele vast, want hierdie is glad nie gemik op julle, my vrou is, sy het muziek vir jare geleie. Maar elke keer as ons oor prijs en worship, of are you a worshiper, dan bring ons dit in met instrumente en muziek. En is nie recht nie. Want een nieuwe testamentiese worshipper is glad nie gekoppel aan muziek, soos ons het ken in instrumenten. nie. A New Testament worshipper is not connected to instruments. 
It's not connected to a band. And the band did awesome today. I'm so proud of them. And I don't want that to stop. But you see, Sundays is a very short time from now till next Sunday this time. And we don't worship now and now stop until next Sunday when whoever's on duty starts with the first note and takes the piano or the guitar. Then we'll worship God again. That's old thinking. It's wrong thinking. It's not New Testament thinking. That's not what worship is about. And he means a friar, is he a worshiper? Yeah, well, I can't eat spilling, so I can see by a worshiper. Wrong. Wrong. In fact, in the New Testament, New Testament, we are in a new covenant, New Testament worship of Jesus, we saw in very strange places. Am bidding for Jesus, het ons in vreemde plekke gesien. Wie van jylle wat boer is, het een stal, een perdestal, of wat jy beeste voer, of siek skape voer, so jy hand opsteek, nie skam wees. Nie drie, ok. Die eerste keer dat ons gesien het, Jesus was aan bid, was in een stal. Dit sê dit duidelik, die wijze man het gekom en gekneel en hom aan bid. It wasn't near a building and instruments and sound. You said, no, I know these things, but you'll see where I'm going to. We see the disciples in the boat and when they realize who Jesus is, the second biggest time that ons sien aanbidding in die Nieuwe Testament, waar die woord aanbidding gebruik word, was ook nie in een gebouw waar het een rechte atmosfeer was, was in een boot waar hulle neergeval het by sy voete en om aanbid het op die see. Aanbid het. They, hulle het om aanbid in die stal, Hulle het om aan bid in die boot. Toe hy die blinde man gezond maak, en hy gaan wees die manne by die tempel, toe jag hulle om uit, en Jesus vang hom weer in die straat, en hy aan bid vir Jesus waar, in die straat. Stal, boot, straat. Interessant nie. Toe Jesus finaal gaan met die hemelvaart by Bethany on the Mount of Olives, outside of Jerusalem, outside of the temple, outside of all the holy environment, as Jesus was starting to go up to heaven, it says the disciples worshipped him. Worship was not connected to instruments and buildings in the New Testament. And today the modern church style has connected everything of worship to instruments and buildings. And if it doesn't go well in the building, then we say we haven't worshipped God. Then we say stuff like, God is nie recht aan bid vir ochend nie. Dit, dit, dit is een irrelevant statement. God being worshipped has got nothing to do with this what happens on a Sunday. It's everything got to do with what's flowing out of your spirit to the living king. It's got nothing to do with how good the praise and worship team plays. And if they don't miss a note, 
That does not make worship good or bad. In God's eyes. Bad for us, ja. As jy die woorde mis, en die verkeerde woorde is, het slecht vir ons. Maar dit is nie slecht vir die Heere nie. Want die Heere Jesus was aan bid in een stal, beboot, in die straat, en op een berg. En hy is aan bid buiten die heilige stad, en die heilige tempel. En hy is aan bid buiten die pomp en ceremony. <coughs> Outside of the pomp and ceremony of worship, Christ was worshipped. And that's why we'll speak about worship today. That when we come together, as ons by mekaar kom op a sondag, if we come together on a Sunday, and you have worshipped the King, as jy die koning aanbid het in die stal, op die berg, in die boot, in die plaas, by die trekker, in die skier, in die dorp, in die mol, by jou huis, in die swembad, as jy ombid het vir hom in die week, en ons kom by mekaar, en ons sing, dit is my roemtaal, dit is my leven, I and my Savior, I'm blessed, then we worship him. But if you don't care about worshiping him in the week, you'll just be singing words and say, yes, die muziek span het dan mooi, niks foute gemaakt vandag nie dan klap ons hande vir hulle. Rechte tempel vibe. Kom ons kom by mekaar op die sondag in die huis van die Heere en ons aanbid om. That's not true. We the house of the Lord. And we worship Him where we move. Amen. And yes, die muziekspan is amazing en ek is lief vir hulle en ek sê dit vir hulle. Hulle, hulle skeppe atmosfeer dat dit wat jy in die week gedoen het, kan jy saamkom en jy kan dit sing. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. In the skier, in the mountain, in the street, in the boat. Praising my Savior all the day long. Not on a Sunday. Sunday is just the cherry on top of the cake. The Sunday isn't it. It's an offspin of what was. Sondag is nie die cherry op die koek nie. Dis een resultaat van waar ek was in die week. Dis ook om, ek kan nie van ander mense praat nie. Maar dan staan ek vroeg op, dan sit ek en dan bid ek buitenkant. En as ek miskien na my garage toe gaan, dis achteraas toe deurkamer. En dan sa blinds oop, want is vroeg in die ochend. En ek het so heilige Jack Russell, haar hond is so heilig. Want die hond hou een eerstelte tyd elke dag by sy mami. Sit op as by haar voete. Die hond hoor die evangelie dat die nie kan glo nie. En Karine is daar met die woord, en sy bid, en sy loof die Heere, dit is my roemtaal, this is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior, so when we come together, it's just a collective that says, this is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior, all the day long. And so we're going to look a little bit at worship. Can you put the first verses on? John 4, 23 to 24. Jesus is speaking to the woman at the well. And I want you just to look at this. We're going to go through this quick and we're going to end with a beautiful worship song. Ek gaan nie jylle verhaal, want dis nie waar oor het gaan preek. Ek gaan nie oor die vrou nie, wat Jesus kom haal het en gered het. But it says, an hour is coming and now is. Say with me, now is. 
now is. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshippers is by interessant that Jesus say, I say nie, and now is when the worshippers will worship the Father. He says when the true worshippers. Say with me, there's a true worshipper and there's a false worshipper. That's scary. That's scary. You get true worshippers and you get false worshippers. Fact. I didn't say so. Bible says so. He says, an hour is coming and now is when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. Will worship the Father in spirit, small s. If it was just left as a definite big S, then it says we can be there, nothing. We come here on a Sunday and in the spirit, big S, we worship the Father and He's happy. No, but it doesn't. It says the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For such people, the Father seeks to be His worshipers. The Father's looking for people that will worship Him, true worshipers, in spirit and truth. The Father seeking those people. Sê saam met my, ek soek God, maar God soek ook vir my. That's quite cool, eh? God's looking for people. For who? For those. There's a few scriptures where God's looking for people in the Bible. Sy oor, room, dierie, waar hy soek iemand wat in die gaping sal staan, ensovoorts. Maar daar is ook een skrif wat sê, en die Heere soek sikke aanbidders. Wat sy aanbidders, wat uit die geest en waarheid vir hom gaan aanbid. He loves it. He loves it, but he loves true worshippers. He's not impressed with Sunday worshippers. Because you're in a new covenant with God. It's not the old. You're not coming to give a sacrifice on a Sunday. Mark it in. We're not here to give a sacrifice. The sacrifice was given. But we're coming here to praise the Lord. From inside us, where I've been praising him the whole week. I've been worshiping him the whole week. And he says, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him. Must worship him. Must worship him in spirit and truth. You must. You can't worship. Dis nie meer die oude testament. Jy kan een offer bring, en gaan nie God beindruk. God is beindruk met aanbidding uit gees en in waarheid. Ons moet om aanbid uit gees. In gees en waarheid. I want to give you a story of a false worshipper. In other words, we talk about life that's not really out of the spirit. Do you look okay? 
gaan net begin. Handelinge 16 vers 17, just that verse you can put on, thanks. Act 6 verse 17. God's looking for true, nou ek gaan iets verduidelik vir jou vandag, is baie interessant. God's looking for true worshippers. True. Act 16 verse 17, there's this girl following Paul. She was following after Paul and us. She kept crying out, saying, These men are bond servants of the Most High God who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. This is nogal interessant. Hierdie girl loop achter Paulus en die apostels en sy is bezig om te verklaar. Sy loop en sy verklaar en sy sê, hierdie manne is liefde slaves van die allerhoogste God wat vir jylle die weg van saligheid verkondig. Hierdie manne is die allerhoogste, hulle verkondig die weg van saligheid. Guess what? She was not speaking truth, the way God wants truth spoken. Uh-uh. Because true worshippers have got a different ball game. They don't speak nice sentences about blessed are the most high. They live it. Kan ek het weer sê? As ek net die sinnekie vat, dan is het baie indrukwekkend, want dit is heel te mal, dit kom oor soos heilige waarheid, as ek reg. Nou, die vrou het waarheid gepraat, maar sy was nie een ware aanbidder nie. Glad nie. Ek gaan nou verder lees van die skrif. Keep it on. Ek wil net vir jou sê, truth, in that word truth, true worship is true, in the original means, something you say and do, it's when you are connected, catch this, when you are connected to the source of the truth, that's the true worshiper God is looking for. When you are connected to the source, wanneer jy gekoppel is aan die bron van die waarheid, en jy verkondig waarheid, daar word jy een ware ambidder. En die meisie het mooi goeikies gesê, maar sy was glad nie konek met die bron van waarheid nie. Christene, ons kan nie godsdienst speel dat ons die mooi goeikies sê, maar ons is nie gekoppel vanaf uit ons binneste aan die bron. Because God's not looking for true truth speakers. He's looking for true worshippers connected to the source. Can you hear me there the back, Kev? Connected to the source. Kijk uit hierdie vroukie, en ek sê dit met alle respect, kom ons sê maar bloed nie is gekryd. <coughs> Vers 16 sê, dit gaan nie op die boord wees, keep 17 on the board. Once as we were on our way to prayer, a slave girl met us who, who, us who had a spirit of prediction. Sy het een geest van waarseerheid gehad. 
And she was making great profit for her bosses by giving fortune telling. As she walked after Paul, the same woman, the fortune teller, says, These are the most high men of God, anointed servants, praise the Lord. That sounds very good, but she wasn't connected to the source. And then it says, She did this for many days, but Paul became greatly aggravated. He turned to the spirit, to the spirit, not to the girl. He turned to the spirit. And he said, I command you in the name of Jesus, come out of her. And the spirit came out of her immediately. What spirit? The spirit that was saying, this is the most high, the men of God. Interesting. She spoke nice things, but she wasn't connected to the source. That's, where the, that's the meaning of that word, true worshipers. True means they are truly connected to the source that they're speaking about. they truly connected to the source they're speaking about. I said, okay. Truth, <clears throat> Bible talks, I've started, sorry, sorry, I could forget them to say, the word says spirit and truth, I'm just starting with truth and spirit, because I want to end with spirit. The Bible says that they will worship in spirit and truth. First it says true worshipers, those connected to the source, will worship in spirit and truth. That truth means the next truth. There's no illusions. Kul jou hier en kul jou daar. Pas precies in met die vorige een. They worshiping him with no illusions. You my source, I love you Lord. I worship you. There's no illusions. There's no funny bunny business. It's real. God's going to raise a church. Ek wil net vir julle sê, die advertensie breek. Volgende jaar is ons thema vir die hele jaar. Hierdie jaar was prayer en keer. Volgende jaar is die aroma van Christus. The fragrance of Christ. It's going to be real. We're not going to act as if there's a fragrance. It's going to be real. It's going to be the life of Christ coming out of us. We'll be people of truth. Not religion. Not a show. Not Sunday. We're going to be stall. Boot. Kraal. Straat, vakantie, ons gaan berg, gaan ons worshippers wees, uit waarheid uit. En ons gaan ons vader behaag. Ek weet, ons het vader behaag volgend. Ek weet het. Toe jylle hier kom worship, weet ek uit my hart uit, dat het ons vader in die jimmel behaag. Want ons sit ons vertrouw op hom. Maar het gaan so wees vir jou, nie net op een zondag, maar het gaan so wees op een maandag, op een dinsdag, in die week. Net soos jy hier vertrouw het, gaan jy daar vertrouw. En daar, jy gaan uit aanbidding van waarheid, gaan jy leef. Hmm, moet ek aangaan.
You're okay. Spirit. Looking for worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. What does that mean in spirit? Must we come together and there's a nice atmosphere and now we're going to worship in the spirit? Ah, ah. It's very interesting, small s. Nou gaan ek jylle bykie confuse. Jylle wat jylle bybel saam het. Ek gaan begin, want daar word spirit, 1 Peter 3 vers 18. Says it different in Afrikaans. In your Bible, says it different. And this is just the beauty of it. It's not a big mistake, but it says it different. Play by me. It's a support. It says in 1 Peter 3 18, For Christ died for sins once and for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God. Dit ken ons, ons het dit redelijk laas vir piekie bespreek. Having been put to death in the flesh. He brings us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, us, but made, what does that say? Made? Alive. Made alive, where? In, small letter is, Spirit. I've been, wanneer ek levend gemaakt word dier wedergeboorte, toe word hierdie gees van my, ek is, ek, it says, but made alive in my spirit, I've been made alive. Maak het sin. For Christ died for sins once and for all. Now in the Afrikaans Bible it says, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the spirit, big S, of God. Nou, is ek reg? It's verskillend, nee? Die een sê, I've been made alive in my spirit. The other says, I've been made alive by the spirit of God. You know, you know why? Because both are true. You've been made alive by the spirit of God, but I've also been made alive in my spirit. So I don't come on a Sunday to be touched by the Spirit of God. I've been made alive in my spirit by God. And that's why the spirit of mine that is alive, my geest wat levendig is, vat ek saam met my hieruit. En die geest van my wat levend gemaakt is, is levend gemaakt dier die geest van God. Daarom gaan ek uit met die geest van God uit hierdie gebou uit, en daarom met die geest van God in my, wat my geest levend gemaakt, daarom kan ek om aan bid in die stal en op die berg en oorhaal. Het is nie een special plek wat ek om beter kan aan bid of nie. Ek kan bid om daar waar ek is. Can you put that description on? Daar is die oorspronkelijke. Het is interessant. En spronkelijke sê die kleinkie. Interlinea. It says, in the flesh, having been made alive, however, in the spirit. And I like that. Because it's putting emphasis on, in you, you've been made alive, your spirit. But the other's also not wrong, by the spirit. 
You aren't made alive in your spirit by any other spirit. Die vroukie wat gesê het, die apostels is so great. She was speaking from a different spirit. She was speaking nice things, but it wasn't from the spirit of God. Does it make sense? She spoke nice things, but she was disqualified as a worshiper. But we've been made alive in our spirit, by the spirit, and therefore we can be true worshipers because his spirit made my spirit alive, and so I am connected. Ek is gekoppel aan die rechte bron. Ek is gekoppel, vang wat ek sê, ek is gekoppel om een ware aanbidder te kan uitleef. Ek kan leef as een ware aanbidder. Het is nie eerst een strein vir my, want ek ken Heere Jesus. Hy het woning kom maak in my. Ek kan nie een ware aanbidder wees, as God nie in my leef. Is this too deep? Must I say amen? That's why there's a big S and a small S. Hier is net bykie teaching vandag. Ons het nou baie gepraat oor aanbidding. Maar wat is aanbidding? He says you worship is, worship, worship. What is worship? In the original, what is worship? There's just one meaning for the word worship. And here is baie belangrik. It's just one meaning for the word worship. It's, a, it's from the word called proskuneo. Two words put together, proskuneo. What does that mean? All worship in God's eyes is proskuneo. Pros means towards. Pros is towards. Kaneo, kiss. That's what worship is. It's towards kiss. That's worship. Worship isn't no worship back. No, no. You dance now. And you mark hulala. Flaswai is worship. No, it's not. Grootrane by the altar is worship. No, it's not. Worship is towards kiss. And if that's not happening in the spirit, you ain't worshiping. You're going through emotions. That's why worship in the New Testament wasn't emphasized on a fancy place, but it was emphasized anyway. Because anywhere I can towards kiss Jesus. Can you put on the next verse? Then we're going to end off. Luke 7 verse 37 8 is the true story of worship. It's about the unclean woman or the sinner. It says, and there was a, a woman, Luke 7, 37. There was a woman in the city who was a sinner. When she learned that Jesus was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster vial of perfume. And standing behind his feet, I emphasize that. It's the first time in all my years preparing that, that, that I've looked up in all the, in all the um, versions. She did not stand in front of him and kiss his feet. 
She stood behind him. <laughs> it's very interesting. She did not stand in front of him. There's no pictures that show her behind him. All the pictures show her kneeling in front of him. She knelt behind him. And I'll tell you now why. Well, what I believe God showed me. This is not something I've looked up. I don't look up. Standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, kept wiping them with the hair of her head, and kissing his feet and anointing them with perfume. She didn't come and face him with any pride or demand or justification. She came from behind with total humility and acknowledging she's privileged to be in his presence. And she kneeled and kissed his feet and wet his, his feet with her hair and her tears and rubbed them with perfume. Now, I don't know if she came behind him and then turned around, I, maybe. But it's very interesting that hierdie vrou het in haar leven, sy was een sondaar, jy kan self dink wat het was, haar hele, haar hele manier van interactie met die man was om voor die man te staan en te sê, kyk hoe oulik is ek, en sy flonte dus self to get a man. Do you understand? That was her protocol. That's how she survived. But when she came to Jesus, she didn't survive with what was her strength. She came from behind and she worshipped him towards kiss. And then he touched her and he forgave her all her sins. Can the music team come forward? We're going to close off with a beautiful song. I want to say to you today, towards kiss is an attitude and a mindset of your heart. It's not a physical action I can do, because Jesus is spirit. He's not in the physical, so I can't kiss his feet physically. Amen. But I can have the attitude of that sinner who kneeled before him towards him and kissed him, acknowledged you are the king. I have a friend who's a missionary in Swaziland. He's met the Swazi king. If you like him or don't like him, there's protocol. You don't go into that guy's presence unless you're on your stomach. The Swazi king, you can't, you can't meet him unless you, you lie prostrate before him. But they're forced to. You can't a gewone ou, can't need the Swazi koning verderig meter voor jy by hom kom, moet jy kruip in sy teenwoordigheid. He's a king. En ons hoef nie te kruip voor die Heere nie, hy is ons vader. Amen? Hy is ons vader, hy is ons koning. Maar hierdie vrou het iets raak gevat van worship, that she said towards kies, and he touched, she touched his heart. She touched Jesus' heart, and he touched her heart. To close off, a simple statement. Worship is a lifestyle from your spirit. It's not something you do on a Sunday. Worship is in my home with my kids. 
Worship is at work. It's at play. It's in the mark plane. Worship is an attitude of my heart. I want to be a true worshiper, Father. One who's constantly connected to the source. I'm connected to the source. And I will bow down and kiss your feet, Lord, in my attitude, in my heart. Because that whole attitude was, there's no arrogance. There's no pride. There's just saying, man, I'm so privileged to be in the presence of my Father. Father, as we close off with this last song, I pray you'll just touch us and we'll all come into that place. You're not disqualifying any of us. You've made us alive in our spirit by your spirit. And so we can be true worshipers. And may we start today to worship you like never before. Thank you. You can just put the lights down.